Welcome to Just John and April, a relationship podcast, your place for life, love, and laughs. In today's episode, the miscarriage and the word of the day. Hey, babe. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. Good, I am too. Watch a little bit of debate tonight, huh? All 30 Democratic candidates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving Cory Booker, though. Yeah, me too. He's, he's dope. Yeah, definitely. He he's he doing is. a good job. We'll see how this I've goes. I've always liked him, though. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, so okay. we are right in the middle of our uh, Dealing with Personal Trauma and Tragedy series. Mm-hmm. And in our last episode, we talked about our accident story that happened in 2001. Yes. And uh, this time we want to talk about uh, the miscarriage. I think it was uh, 2006, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we were pregnant with John in 2004 and had him in 2005. Had right. a successful pregnancy. John John was born, no problems at all, right. no real issues. That was great. Mm-hmm. So when we got pregnant again in 2006, I believe it was. We just thought, you know, hey, we're just going to have this baby, no problem. Right. We were buying stuff for the room and we had we just found out we were pregnant. We told all of our friends, we told everybody at work. We started work. painting. Yep, we <laughs> bought stuff. Yeah. We had a list of things we were gonna do. Right, we painted a neutral color because you know we didn't know what we were having, but it right. didn't matter. You know, we were just we were so excited. We were just doing whatever we could do. Yeah. to have this new baby, and we were really amped about it. I believe it was like the middle of second trimester. Yeah, I went to the bathroom with some pain, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, you know what's going on?" Because I get up from the toilet. And I'm bleeding, yeah. like, badly. Yeah. So I was really scared because I knew that when you're bleeding during pregnancy, that's not a good thing. Right. So we go to the doctor. Yeah. Mind you, we already saw the baby, the heartbeat, yes. all that stuff, right? right? We had like, already like seen that. Like a couple that. days before, maybe. Right. It wasn't, it, it, was, it wasn't that long before. Right. So we were super excited seeing the heartbeat and everything. And next day we went to the doctor, and they immediately did an ultrasound and saw... I mean, I will never forget when I looked at the ultrasound and I saw nothing. Well, like I won't forget that as soon as they put the thing up to you, we couldn't hear anything. Yeah. That was the thing yeah. that got me. Yeah. We had just been there not too many days before and we could hear heartbeat, all kinds of stuff happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're moving that thing around and she's like frantically looking. She's she's putting the little instrument on parts of your stomach that she didn't put it on last time. Right. And she has this look on her face. And I, I just remember having this sinking feeling that we had something alive in there. And now all of a sudden there's no gone. sound. Yeah. And I remember when I bled, it was like thick, yeah. you know, huge amounts yeah. of... I guess like a clot. It looked like very it was just abnormal. Very, yeah. yeah. So it was really scary. Yeah. And and the pain that went along with it. Yeah. And it was like the the doctor was frantically trying to find right. the baby. Right. And I was looking like, wait a minute, there's nothing there. Like right. I, as she was looking, and as I s- saw the ultrasound blank. Yeah. I mean, I just got so emotional. Yeah. And just cried and cried because. It was like we just saw this heartbeat. Yeah. We just saw this baby. Now, I remember feeling at, in that moment that um, my emotional response was illogical because we hadn't seen the baby physically. The baby mm-hmm. hadn't been born. Mm-hmm. We didn't have enough time to bond with this baby. So right. why am I feeling 
such yeah. like like we you know what I'm saying? Why, yeah. why why does it feel so empty? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I, and I couldn't did. I couldn't figure out why I was feeling that way, and um, I didn't know how to explain it, but it just it was bad. So we were like down in the dumps after that. We were. And for me, it was like, I didn't want to do anything else. Right. So things that we had purchased stayed in the bag. Yeah. Things that we were working on in the room just stayed undone. Right. Like, I didn't even want to go back to it. It was yeah. like, we just closed the door and that was it. Like, yeah. we didn't even want to look at it. It was, it was like a very um, somber time. Yeah. You yeah. know, after that happened. So, of course, the first thing we did is we called our closest family and friends. You know, I called my parents and you called yours. I called my brother, uh, my sister. You know, those are the ones mainly that we told. That I we called were pregnant. my sister. Yeah. And the close people that we that we told that we mm-hmm, were pregnant. Mm-hmm. There were several others who we told that we were pregnant that weren't super close. So we didn't tell them we lost the baby. We just didn't, I didn't feel like calling and telling yeah. everyone. And, at and that I, and, moment. And I guess that's why they tell you don't say anything until, yeah. you know, after the first trimester. You know what so I'm saying? So it was after that that we realized, wow, this is why you shouldn't do that. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because now you have to face all these people. Right. And, and we didn't want to face anybody. Right. We didn't right. want to go back after they were so excited. You yeah. know, everybody was so happy. Yeah. And I think that we kind of took for granted the problems that could take place yeah. during pregnancy. Yeah. I think that's the first thing that came to my mind was that we always felt like it was going to be easy to have a baby. Right. We were both fairly young. We were both pretty much healthy. Yeah. We didn't have any serious problems or anything like that. Uh, We didn't have issues in our family with fertility or anything like that. No. So we kind of just took for granted that it was going to be easy. You you want to have a baby, you say, we're going to start having one, we have one, and then we're good to go. That's what what you thought was going to happen. Exactly. And so now it's like all of a sudden you understand the miracle of life so much better. You, Mm -hmm. you, You realize how many things have to go just right so that you can have a baby. And then when you have the baby, how many things have to go just right so that baby is healthy? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I remember there was something that your father said that actually helped me, and I I was surprised that it helped. Okay. Um, I'm not even sure that he knew for a fact what he was saying, Mm -hmm. but for some reason it was what I needed to hear and and helped. Pop said that he heard that sometimes a miscarriage is the body's way of saying there's going to be some major health problem with this baby. And so it's like a natural way of the body saying, okay, something went wrong in the process. And so it, I don't know why that gave me comfort. It, it almost made me feel like, well, first of all, we can't control what happens in your womb. You right. know what I'm saying? We right. can't control that. And I don't think there was anything you did to make it so that we lost that baby. Right. It wasn't like we were negligent in some kind of way. It wasn't like you fell or, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we were being regular. We were taking care of ourselves and everything mm-hmm, was fine. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe in that instance, our bodies knew what was right and made a decision that we couldn't have made. And somehow mm-hmm, that just mm-hmm. gave me comfort. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't even explain it now. But uh, not much was comforting me during that time. But that did. Right. Yeah. Well, what's funny is um, when we did decide to start telling people that we had told like coworkers and church members and stuff like that. Um, I remember after I started telling women, mm-hmm. so many women said, that happened to me, girl. I remember that too. That happened to me too. Oh, I've had two. Yeah. Oh, I've had three. Yeah. I mean, I could not believe how many women out there yeah. 
had miscarriages and I didn't even know that I could turn to these women to find out how did you deal with <laughs> right, this? You right, know, yeah. uh, please comfort me with, yes. with, with some words to yes. get me through this because I was thinking I was the only one who was yes. going through it. You know, right. I, I really had no idea and that was just ignorance on my part, right. but I had no idea because nobody in my family had dealt with that. Right, so right, I never right. saw it firsthand. Yeah. So, and none of my friends, you know, right. nothing yeah. like that, you right. know, we were younger. And so we were the only you know, of our group, we were the right. only guys that were getting pregnant and stuff right. like that. So it's right. like, I didn't have anybody to ask, what did you do to deal with So this? you were amazed at just how common miscarriages were. Yeah. You didn't know until you told somebody and no then boom. no idea. Yeah. And so I feel like sharing your story is so important because there are women out there that actually need to be comforted yeah. with so many different things in life. Right. And they think they're alone right. in it. Yeah. And if I had known that all I had to do was go to church and talk to some church family, right. yeah. <laughs> they could have just said, hey, girl, helped. I know exactly what to tell you so that you can get through this faster. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so right so, now, why don't we just take a moment to just ask our viewers, um, maybe you've been through this same kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe it's something that you want to share. Go ahead and comment in the comment section and yeah, let us yeah. know if you've been through it, how you got through it. Maybe you have an encouraging word to share with somebody else. There could be somebody that listens to this podcast who is in the midst of this problem right yeah, now maybe there are people right. who are trying to get pregnant and can't get pregnant you know right, maybe, maybe right, there's other things right. happening right now fertility yeah. issues are normal especially as you get up in age maybe you are a late bloomer and you're trying to have a baby later on in life and you're struggling who knows there's somebody out there that there's might somebody. be able to benefit from your words so go ahead and put it in the comment section yeah. if you haven't subscribed yet by the way you should go ahead and do it right now <laughs> <laughs> so anyway there were a few things that happened uh, also that we weren't expecting um, some things that we did mm -hmm. that were sort of out of character because we were kind of going through a situation. And mm -hmm. we want to share that with you too because uh, we kind of want people to know that this is normal and there are some normal responses as well. Yeah. Um, so the first thing was, um, I, I guess maybe I did a good job with this, I'm not sure, but some spouses we hear in situations like this maybe respond differently to a miscarriage and maybe there ends up being some sense of loneliness because one spouse is not responding like the other one to this tragedy. Right. You know, I know for us, we were just quiet. Yeah. You know, I talked about that in the last episode mm -hmm. about the accident. I guess that's yeah. just how we kind of deal with things. Yeah. We kind of, you know, get a little silent in our depression or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, We didn't really uh, talk about it. We didn't, we didn't really talk time. about it, yeah. but I kind of felt like I knew what he was feeling. Yeah. At I least felt the I same was, way. you know, because yeah. I was kind of putting my feelings on him. Mm -hmm. So I kind of felt like we were feeling the same way, but mm -hmm. it was just, it was just a quiet time. It was kind of down. Mm -hmm. We weren't really, like I said, we weren't really, you know, excited about, you know, getting things ready for the next baby or right. anything like that. So right. all that halted and yes. that was a fun time in our lives. Yes. yes. So that, that all of a sudden stopped. wasn't fun anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I've heard from other friends who have experienced this where, you know, one might feel like they want to cry mm -hmm. and be down mm -hmm. and really, and just you know, mourn. Yeah. And just yeah. mourn yeah. for the baby. Yeah. But the other one is like, you know, ready, you know, going back to work, yeah. you know, kind of, getting back to regular life quickly mm -hmm. and that can actually cause sometimes some strife because mm -hmm. it's like you know how can you just go on right as yeah. if everything is okay right everything's yeah. not okay and you're just yeah. going back to work yeah. you're just doing your thing you're going to work out right. uh, you know you're going to the gym mm -hmm. and all this stuff when really um that is the way that some deal with it mm -hmm. sometimes they have to like um 
dive into other things mm. so that they can keep their mind off of the pain. Right. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. So if one is more of a, I want to actually grieve, mm -hmm. I want to mourn, yes. I want to deal with this head on. Right. Um, and the other's like, no, I need some time. Mm -hmm. I need to just, mm -hmm. you know, focus on something else so that I can deal with it. Right. It can actually cause some issues in the relationship that can be detrimental to the marriage. Yes. And I would say that in that case, that each person who is grieving needs to remember that we grieve differently. Right. And don't assume that just because your spouse is not grieving the way that you grieve, that it automatically means that they're ignoring it or they're not grieving. Exactly. There are five different stages of grief. Um, the first one is denial. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. maybe a person could spend a longer time in denial than, than you might. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've moved on already. Um, you know, you bargain, um, you've got anger, you've got uh, depression, you've got acceptance. So there's all kinds of, I think there are five different stages of grief. Mm -hmm. And so there's things people go through. And so I think it's important for each spouse to remember that when we're going through a tragic situation, each one of us might respond differently and that's okay. One person might stay in a particular part of their um, grieving process longer right. than the other one. Right. And that's okay. But it may mean that you may spend some of that time alone. Right, Some of that time right. feeling like you're not necessarily um, able to vibe with somebody else, yeah. you know? Well, one anymore. thing I remember that happened with us, and that is you started talking about getting pregnant again hmm. earlier than I wanted to. Ooh. That's and interesting. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, because you were like, you know, let's try again because we went back to the doctor and the doctor was like, okay, well, we think you need to wait three months before you try. Right. So... Only a month went by. <laughs> and John was like, yo, yeah. who cares what the doctor said? Right, right, right. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Let's get with it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is all know, in keeping with my normal. I don't know if I can, <laughs> I don't know if I can deal with trying again and not even being able to get pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm like, that. yes. So like, okay, we're going to start again. The doctor said, wait three months. You're you're saying you're ready after a month. Right. And I'm like, well, why did the doctor say wait three? Maybe it's because after a month you really won't be able to uh. or or maybe your grief is not. She, you know, she knew that I needed more time. I right. don't know. You didn't know what the reason was. No. Yeah. So, you know, I don't rem I don't remember knowing why. I'm right. sure she told. Right. But, you know, right. with all that was going on, I wasn't, you know, really thinking about that. But so I had to kind of like put aside the rest of the crying that I wanted to do, mm -hmm. the rest of the sadness that mm -hmm. I wanted to have mm -hmm. to say, you know what? You're right. Let's do this. So basically you were afraid to try again. I was. Yeah. I was too at first, mm -hmm. but then I think after a period of time that, that went away, obviously, um, you know, practicing for having a baby was important to me. <laughs> <laughs> for me too yeah 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 yeah. just yeah, yeah. you know yeah i get it i needed some time <laughs> right so 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 that was another thing we went through you yeah. know we, we we went through being afraid to try again i think there was a period that i remember also where we were trying to convince ourselves that having one child was okay with us yes now remember we started we off wanting to have four kids we started off wanting to have four why once we had the first one we realized oh no oh, we why? ain't doing four we said, well, let's just have two. No. We knew at least we had to have, we need to have <laughs> right. siblings. They, we right, need right. to have I, I our kids play with have, each other. Right. That was important. Exactly. But I remember during a period of time saying, you know, 
I think we should just try to have one. Maybe we're okay with one. And we talked for a while did, about just having one, did, trying to convince ourselves that having one was okay. Right. And maybe that was part of my fear. Maybe it's an extension of my afraid of trying at first. Yeah, you know? and having one is okay. Yeah, of course it is. But for us, yeah. we knew because of the way we were brought up with siblings that it was very important. Right. And we wanted that for our child. Right. But we were actually considering after all that we went through, we felt like, man, we can't go through this again. Right. Maybe we should just let it be. And you're right. I remember feeling that way. So I must say one more thing that we did not do, something that we encouraged our listeners to do in our last episode, something we did successfully in that one that we didn't do this time. And that was we did not get any counseling. True. No, we didn't. I I don't remember why we didn't, though. Oh, you know what? I know why. Why? I know exactly why we didn't get counseling. A little tidbit that we didn't mention in the last episode. What's that? When we had the accident, mm-hmm. that was in 2001, Yeah, we did not get counseling right away. We ended up getting counseling a couple of years later when we went to grad school, mm-hmm. and it was by accident. Yep. So it wasn't like counseling was part of our sort right. of, um, it wasn't in our arsenal as something that was important to do. Exactly. It was something we kind of backed into. I accidentally realized it was important. I said, maybe you need to do it too. So by the time we had this situation with the miscarriage, I still think counseling was probably still a negative thing. You know, remember we tried in the last episode to talk about how important it is to change the narrative Mm -hmm. that getting counseling and mental health is important and and there's nothing wrong with it. It shouldn't be a stigma. Well, for us, I think there was a stigma. So we didn't seek counseling in this situation. And I I wish we had. Yeah, I I actually think it would have been better for us because I think that was traumatic for us. There was trauma around it. And now now that I remember how it was for us with the accident having counseling and how impactful it was, I think it would have been the same in this situation, but we didn't do it. Yeah, I agree. I think that we just thought time would heal. Yes. And yes. And, and it did. You yeah. know, it, it really, it did. But I think it could have healed faster. Right. How much less time could it have taken? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we never know. How are we even now all the way healed? I, you know, you don't know. You don't. You don't really know. Until you go to a counselor and they get you talking and you be crying. <laughs> and like, oh. Talking about the I miscarriage. Didn't know I right, had exactly. these feelings. <laughs> So after a month of the miscarriage, we decided that we were going to go ahead and get pregnant, even though the doctor told us to wait three months. Right. We just so did what we I gave in on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and Amen. we decided to do that. And we actually got pregnant immediately. Immediately. I mean, there was no, yeah. you know, trying again and again. And I don't know. Maybe I was fertile during that time. I don't it, know. But it was so quick, in fact, that the people that we didn't tell Remember we said we told our family and friends, close ones, there were some we didn't tell that we lost that baby. And when we finally had Julia, the people we never told about the miscarriage assumed Julia was that That pregnancy (laughs) because it happened so quick. And I think because of what we were going through, we actually forgot. I I remember forgetting, oh man, there's a whole set of people I never never even told told because I I wasn't even thinking about anybody else as far as that's concerned. You know, I wasn't thinking about who I needed to tell, but you're right. They thought that Julie was that pregnancy. Yes, I remember that. Because it it happened so quickly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But that was good. And it was good because, but I will say that after we got pregnant, Mm -hmm. I wasn't nearly as excited as I was before. Right. I think I was guarded about the pregnancy because I was nervous. It's almost like, you know, um, somebody pulled the rug from under you. You you had no idea that it was possible you could lose a baby. And then all of a sudden you lose one. Now when you get pregnant again, it's like you're you're cautiously optimistic. Yeah, yeah. you're you're like on guard now. You're scared (laughs) to really be excited because when I was that excited before we lost a baby. So now it's like... 
why are you so naive? Just 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 be, you know, pump your brakes a little bit. Right. You know, and honestly, the pregnancy went very well. It actually went very w- extremely it well. Was, yeah, it was um, great. You know, we waited to tell people this time. We waited a long time. We waited a long time <laughs> because we did not want to make that mistake again. True, yes. And she popped out quickly. Oh, yeah. I had no problems. Yeah, it was and, easy labor, the whole you know, thing. Yeah. And I ended up being happy in that pregnancy. But yes. it took a little while. It did. You know, we actually, we actually did not, we still did not finish certain projects because we That's never true. got back into it. You're right. That's we true. never really got back into it. I think and we should apologize to Julia. She 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 got the short end <laughs> of the stick on this one. She never knew. She was fine. She had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that we have to be okay with that. Be okay so that you don't finish the project. Right. You know, if something like that happens, yeah. you have to allow yourself to deal with it the way that you need to deal with That's it. That's exactly right. And now it's time for word of the day. Word of yes. the day. Okay. What's the word of the day this time, babe? The word of the day is unforeseen. Unforeseen. Yes, and unforeseen means not anticipated or expected. Wow. Some synonyms, abrupt or sudden. Mm -hmm. I think this is an important word during this episode because in your relationship, there are going to be unforeseen things. So many. So one of the things we love about premarital counseling, premarital counseling prepares you for your marriage. It's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. But... Premarital counseling can't prepare you for everything. Right. It cannot. It's not possible. There are always going to be unforeseen things. Yes. And no matter what you're going through, every single relationship has had something unforeseen happen. And when something unforeseen happens, something that's unexpected, something that comes out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is you have an opportunity to either get closer to each other during that situation or to allow it to push you further away from each other. Yes, because the accident was unforeseen. That's right. The miscarriage was definitely unforeseen. Unforeseen. And it was rough. Yes. Those were two rough times that I think actually could have torn us apart, especially that accident. That's right. And what we went through. Yes. You know, now that I think about it, I feel like that accident helped us to get through the next unforeseen thing. I agree. I agree. Which helped us get through the next one. Yep. You know. Every single one helped because of the way that we struggled through that first one. Yeah. And we ended up getting closer as a result of it. We, We didn't start off getting closer. It's true. I think it was pushing us away from each other at first. Right. We ended up getting closer as a result of that accident. And because of that, we knew how to fight through the other ones too. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. don't allow your unforeseen circumstances to push you apart in your relationship. Exactly. Try to stay together. Remember that you're a team. Mm-hmm. The thing that happened happened to you both. Right. And maybe you won't react to it the same way, but it doesn't mean that you're not both affected by that thing. Remember, you're there for each other to lean on each other, to cling to each other, and to get closer. Allow that thing to grow your relationship. Don't let it push you apart. All right? All right. Hopefully that helps you. Yes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for watching Just John and April. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Also hit that notification bell to be notified about our next episode. See you next time. Bye.